This CyberSound episode was recorded in alignment with October Security Awareness Month. This is CyberSound, your simplified and fundamentals-focused source for all things cybersecurity, with your hosts, Jason Pufall and Stephen Mareska. Welcome to CyberSound. I'm your host, Jason Pufall, joined today by Michael Grandy, the president of TBNG Incorporated, and Patrick Craven. Pat is the director of the ISC Squared Nonprofit Center for Cyber Safety and Education. He's a sought-after speaker and writer on how to keep children and families safe and secure online and is a regular guest on radio, TV, and podcasts around the world. Pat, thanks for joining. I appreciate your time today. No, thanks for having me. This is going to be fun. Uh, so let's just start out right away with you know, what is the Center for Cyber Safety and Education? Great. Uh, um, yeah, we're, we're a nonprofit, uh, 501c3. We happen to be headquartered in Clearwater, Florida, but our programs are used internationally. And we are um, really focused on education is a big part of what we do. We teach people how to be safe online. And all of our programs are put together by the certified cybersecurity professionals of ISC Squared. Um, who help us develop content. So it's it's high quality content. So we're doing programs for children, for parents, for seniors, uh, all on how to be safe online, as well as um, we do college scholarships uh, to help the next generation of cybersecurity professionals. So we certainly spend a lot of time here doing education, typically for, you know, employees of businesses. And that's a, that's a hugely different community, let's say, than elementary school kids. Um, can you give us a you sense know, of what... It's probably not as different as you think. <laughs> <laughs> the, the elementary kids probably pay more attention in some cases, I have a feeling. Uh, so how, how do you go about uh, educating a group like that or, you know, getting in front of them and making the content meaningful? Now, uh, depending upon the age group that we're dealing with, middle school, high school, uh, parents, senior citizens, those are all um, volunteer-led PowerPoint-style presentations that are done in group settings or done through Zoom or some other type of format like that. Um, the younger children, the elementary school children, we have a program that we use Garfield. Um, we have the exclusive rights to uh, Garfield, that big orange lasagna-loving <laughs> cat. And we have worked with Jim Davis over the past six years of creating cartoons and comic books and posters and stickers and trading cards, all as a fun way to engage younger children on how to be safe online. Because we did some research and found that 40% of elementary school children have already chatted with a stranger online. That's 40% of elementary school kids, not high school, but they're really starting younger and younger. And we knew we had to come up with a better way to reach them than PowerPoints, right? That we all uh, fall asleep during was just not the way to do a second grader. So uh, we came up with something different and it's been great. It's won four educational awards and it's being used uh, around the world. And Pat, we've talked uh, about how um, a lot of, of our clients' organizations are in that K-12 space and the elementary schools. Is there sort of a sweet spot in the elementary level uh, where you see a lot more traction, um, uh, especially with the Garfield approach and, and the cartoons? Reading through some of your literature, it seemed like right in that sort of third and fourth grade, uh, so that important time um, as they evolve into more digital platforms and social media, it was, it was having a, a greater impact. 
Yeah, it, it's. Um, I think everybody's waking up that we have to start younger and younger, that we can't wait until they're in high school or even middle school anymore. As I said, we've got the research of how young they are chatting with strangers online. The average child gets a phone by 10 now. And um, while you're supposed to be 13 to be on social media, again, our research showed that 50% of elementary school kids already have some sort of profile on social media. So the kids are already online. We can't wait. We, we can't wait till they get older. And I think I think uh, educators, I think parents, uh, we're all beginning to realize, yeah, we, we've got to come up with something for the younger kids to begin teaching them basics. You don't want to, you don't have to teach them about Snapchat or TikTok or things like that. You, you just, you got to teach them basic principles about what to share, what not to share, what's safe to post, what not to post, passwords, things like that is what we try to focus on. And, and the Garfield program focuses on that first through sixth grade um, is where we try to reach them. And uh, as part of the program for Cyber Safety Day, um, in, in talking and looking through the literature, it's pretty well uh, packaged for school districts or, or independent schools to be able to roll out to their staff and, and faculty in, in a sort of a, a lesson plan ready, ready to go. Yeah, what we've done is we've taken the Garfield program and it's designed for small groups. It's not like the PowerPoint where you could put hundreds of people on it. This is designed for the classroom where a teacher or a volunteer, a library and media specialist can put on the program um, for just a classroom, 30 children. And we've actually put together a box, a kit um, that has everything that teacher needs to teach that lesson. And there's three different lessons available, one on privacy, one on safe posting, and one on cyberbullying. And so it has everything the teacher needs for 30 students. It has the Garfield cartoon. It has 30 comic books. It has 30 stickers, uh, posters to hang up in the classroom. Uh, everything is right there. And, and our challenge is uh, always is getting the schools to know about it, that the, the, the program is available to them out there. I think one of the one of the aspects I love the most is that there's an emphasis on privacy. So you know, we tend to talk a lot here about security. Uh, but the reality is these kids are growing up in an age now where you know, privacy is almost an afterthought. You know, posting things on social media, uh, just being very present online all of the time we've given a certain amount of privacy away. And I think starting at an early age, trying to sort of advocate and invoke the idea that it's important to be mindful of you know, who, who you're telling things to, what the content you're posting is, uh, you know, how to be mindful online. Uh, it's the right time to do it. And I think, it, I think it's great that you're focused on that. Uh, there's just not enough attention, in my opinion, there. No, and, and you know, parents, uh, at least some of the older ones, you know, they're on the social media. They don't think about it. Um, they don't think about their kids or, uh, you know, we're, we're giving them electronic devices as babysitters, right? How, we've all been to the restaurants. We've all seen right. it where the kids are sitting around the table um, and everybody's on their phone or everybody's on a tablet playing a game. You try to take it away from them in order to get them to eat and they start <laughs> screaming. Um, so it's, yeah, it's definitely something that has to be looked at and has to be addressed. I I just became a new grandfather, and um, our uh, granddaughter already has a Social Security card. You know, she's three weeks old. 
right. um, you know, and and boom, she's already, you know, they take care of that right away. So already she's a potential for identity theft um, for sure. with that kind of information. And, it, it, you know, as a parent, there's no question I'm losing the battle on the amount of time my kids spend online, right? And, and, and online is, you know, it's Netflix, it's the phone, it's any number of things. So I think it's it's really important to teach people you know, what the risks are to being online and how to behave appropriately, you know, more so even than trying to fight against, you know, turn the device off and don't use it because their friends do, you know, their parents communicate with them, the grandparents communicate with them. It's just going to get more. So I think the education is critically important. Oh, it, it absolutely is. And, and they need to be online. Uh, you can't buy a set of encyclopedias anymore, I think, right? I mean, everything is on there. It is the way we're going, but, it, but you're right. It's about teaching them uh, responsibility with it when they're online and um, how much time they spend online, you know, regulating that. Keep trying to block them from being online. I don't think it's going to be productive for a child. Um, so we need to teach them better habits. So the we were talking a little bit about uh, the folks that are actually delivering a lot of this content or, or you know, helping to write some of the content and put together some of the, the PowerPoint slides and some of that. Right. And they're, and they're generally I think a lot of the a lot of people involved are ISC squared members. And I think it, it makes for a good segue into the idea of scholarship. Right. Educating security professionals who ultimately then contribute back to the educational mission that you have. And I'd, I'd be interested if you spent a little time here on your scholarship opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's the core of our program. It's developed by cybersecurity professionals, and we count on them to go out and put on the presentations to be able to educate. So, you know, when somebody be, gets into cyber or tech of some sort, you know, if the principal finds out, uh, that that's what you do, you know, it's one of the first things they ask you is, hey, would you come talk to the kids, <laughs> uh, you know, or come to a PTA meeting? And now you're like, oh, sure. But now you got to put together a PowerPoint. You got to come up with everything. What's this going to look like? What are we going to talk about? We've already done that. So it's designed that anybody, um, security, IT, just anybody practically can come to our website, IamCyberSafe.org, and they can download it. They can download the parents' material. They can download the teenager programs. We have a brand new one on gaming that we just created. Um, and, and they can go put it on. It's ready to go. It's scripted, again, all by cyber professionals. So it's it's high-quality stuff. It's not just you know a couple of us sitting around the coffee table coming up with this. It's great stuff for them to be able to just download and go. And it's available in over 20 languages. So it's an international outreach effort that we have going on. And uh, annually in, in the scholarship uh, process, I, I believe you said it opens up sometime soon in November usually. Is that correct? Yeah, it does. So we offer scholarships that are sponsored by ISC Squared, Raytheon, SAIC, Novafor, um, that are designed to help create that next generation. Uh, and the, some of those scholarships will be opening up November 15th will be when we start accepting applications for the 2022 round. Um, we gave away this year $230,000 in scholarships, and uh, that was some 70 students who were able to receive those literally from around the world. 
And uh, there's different categories. There's some just for women, some for minorities, some for veterans, undergrad, graduate. We really try to break it out to, to get as many people involved as we can. And so those scholarships are are uh, open again just here in, in another month or so that we're going to be offering those. And there'll be different ones opening all year. So it's not just in November. There'll be some that'll be coming open throughout the year. And it is. It's a great way to make a, a, a contribution to try to help create that next generation of information or, or cybersecurity, which is a requirement uh, of a major that the student is in. So we we don't do a student for everybody. You got to be in one of those fields. And you're seeing the the sort of the fruits of your labor essentially in the competitive environment. I I can only imagine that the applicant numbers have been going up and up and up over prior years. Yeah, they sure have. So uh, uh, when I took over here at the center, I came on board six years ago, we had 60 applicants for our scholarship. We're pushing 1,200 applicants now, which is a great sign for the for the uh, industry as a whole, right? That we got a lot of people who are uh, looking at this as a career. So that's awesome. Um, We're excited that we're giving away 70 scholarships, but when you look at it compared to this growth, we we gotta come up with more. So we're always looking for more industries. Uh, If any of the listeners, uh, their company or their business would be interested in sponsoring a scholarship, we would love to talk and uh, see how we can put something together for you. If you're an ISC Squared member, um, we're always looking for more people to help us judge. So it's one of those be careful what you wish for things. We used to have to review 60 scholarships. Now we have to review and judge and score almost 1,200. So uh, it takes literally hundreds of volunteers to help make that program go. And, and we're just planning on increasing it as we go. I mean, and with the deficit of security professionals, I mean, it, it's great that there's some real opportunity there to encourage people to get more into that cybersecurity discipline. Uh, so I, I, I think it's a great program. Can people just go directly to the Center for Cyber Safety's website uh, to get scholarship information? Yeah, I am cybersafe.org. And across the top, you'll see tabs where you can see our educational programs, but there's even a tab for scholarships and they'll be able to see uh, the different scholarships. And again, the, the next round will be opening up on in November. November 15th is our schedule. Um, that some of those will be open and then bookmark it and people keep coming back throughout the year. Well, Pat, uh, I appreciate you taking some time today. I, I can tell you, you know, I always loved Garfield. I think it's a great idea that you uh, chose you know, that character to sort of build your entire program around. It, it's interesting to see that he still has as much life as him as he does. I, I remember him when I was when I was probably five years old. So uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how this this program matures. Um, I think it's great to start young with the kids. Um, I wish you all the best, best and, and continued success in that program. And, and I appreciate you joining today. Oh, thank you so much. I look forward to getting back with you and telling you how good things are going. Thanks very much, Patrick. Um, And if anybody has any additional interest in finding more about this, feel free to reach out to us at Fancord Security on Twitter. Uh, Follow us on LinkedIn. Um, And of course, you can follow the podcast at uh, Apple or Spotify. Uh, Again, Patrick, thanks a lot. I appreciate the time today. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. Stay vigilant. Stay resilient. This has been Cybersound.